Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Lead Volunteers Podcast. My name is Josh Denhart, and I'm so thankful that you're here. Today is a special, special episode. It is the 100th episode. That's right. We've been doing this for a while, and we're super fun. It's, it's really a fun time. Uh, with the 100th episode, we're getting ready to cross into the threshold of 35,000 downloads. Pretty exciting stuff. But today is a very special day because we happen to have a very special guest. This is my oldest daughter, Hannah Denhart. And so, Hannah, thank you so much for being willing to be on the podcast today. Thanks. Yeah. So, Hannah and I were out on a daddy-daughter date not too long ago, and as we were mowing down on some chips and salsa, Mm -hmm. um, we just got to talking about the ups and downs of being a pastor's kid and what that kind of looked like in your life, and we talked about kind of the good, the hard, and some just major conclusions, right? So Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about yourself, how old you are, where you go to school, what you're kind of interested in. Um, well, like, like you said, I'm Hannah. I'm 17. I'm almost 18, actually. Almost 18. In like a month. I know. I know. I'll be legal. You will be legal. Yeah, yes. That's exciting. Um, I. You're a senior in high school. I am a senior in high school. Yep. Here in good old West Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. And I like to read and hang out with my friends and, um, well, you are a reader. I am a reader. And you like your bed. Your mm. bed is like mm. your safe space, your comfy spot. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Curl up with a good book. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Well, it has been fun being your dad. You have been one of the most spiritually sensitive people that I've ever met. And from an early, early, early age, you had a relationship with God mm-hmm. that was profound. Um, it was something that your mom and I listened to. And we, I mean you have a solid relationship with Christ, and that's very exciting. Um, So what was it like? What are some of the good things? I I wrote down as we talked about this, I kind of put them into categories. Mm -hmm. You had a lot of exposure to ministry at an early age. That was one big thing. You had a lot of enhanced relationships Mm -hmm. at church. And also, you found out that serving in ministry is fun. Well, let's start at the top. You had a lot of exposure to ministry at an early age. Tell me more about that. Um, Well... Not only are you a pastor, but also you're just super on fire for the Lord. And so from the get-go, the gospel was very present in mm-hmm. my life and in um, Caleb's life. That's our my brother. Yeah. Um, and just very present. And I feel like I had a deep understanding of it as a kid. Oh, very much. Yeah. Very much so. Because we logged oh, hours and hours. Absolutely. Like... All kinds of stuff. Bible reading, Bible songs, reenacting Bible stuff. Like Yeah, like like literally <laughs> acting out. You used to be yeah. Esther with a you still have your little cardboard cutout oh, yeah, hat. It's right? Downstairs. Yeah. You used to be Esther and I would be I, I would be Xerxes. Xerxes and then of course Mr. Potato Head was mm-hmm. Haman. He was the yeah. bad guy. <laughs> and we would you would dress up. So mm-hmm. we like we incorporated Bible oh, into pretty much everything. Absolutely. And um, within the church more specifically, I was given responsibility, like helping out in the nursery when mom had like nursery, nursery captain, captain leader. Yes. Yeah. And, um, like if there was a new kid in church, you'd be like, they're new, like yes. help them with that. So that was really cool to be able to have some level of responsibility as a young, 
like young kid. Yes, exactly. Another fun thing is that when we had, we won't get into the extent of it really, but the the red card class. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And the red card class, you helped with all the setup. Absolutely. And so I mean, it was just part. You were a part of the ministry mm -hmm. and a part of our lives. And did you ever feel okay? I never have asked you this, but did you feel at all like it was like slave labor in any way at all? No, but we were just like volunteers. You didn't have to recruit. It was just yeah. like you're just you're part of the help. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It was a package deal. Exactly. Yeah. And it wasn't like I could quit. So no, no, you definitely could not quit. <laughs> uh, but you know, we didn't. It, it, I'll say this. It wasn't some. We were very conscious mm -hmm. that we did not want to make ministry like a have to. Oh, absolutely. It was always my choice. Like always your choice. Mm -hmm. But always we we made it fun though. Yeah, right? and like. You definitely, it was like an encouragement, not a forcing kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another fun thing is that I always roped you guys into being part of promo mm -hmm. videos or yeah. promo pictures, mm -hmm. right? And so you got to see behind the scenes stuff. Exactly. And it was always fun because at the church that you worked at, mm -hmm. they'd always play like a video before the service actually started. Mm -hmm. And when I was in that video, I was like, I am a celebrity. Like... <laughs> For little kids, mm -hmm. when you see yourself or anybody else on the big screen, it's like, yeah, they're a star. Pretty much. And so you got to be a part. I mean, good gracious, you sang on Christian albums. Yeah. yeah. Right? You forgot about that, didn't you? Oh, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So there were, you and Caleb were both on uh, recordings, singing. Mm -hmm. um, so you got to participate, right? Yeah, totally. Now, one of my favorites was when you and I and mom went on a full-on missions trip, and mm -hmm. you were a little kid at that I point. I think I was third grade, maybe. Third grade, mm -hmm. yeah. And we went to Costa Rica, and one of the cool things is that we literally just allowed you, like, we mm -hmm. told you, we're like, babe, just so you know, we're all going to be independently serving. You're on your own. We're not going to be telling you, okay, mm -hmm. stop thinking of yourself. It's time to think. I mean, and so... You had that responsibility, and it mm -hmm. was very special. Do you remember that little girl's name? That Jemai? You were, Jemai. Mm -hmm. So you really had an attachment with one orphan girl, and you spent the entire time mm -hmm. serving and ministering to her. And so those were very, very, very special, special things. Those are big experiences. Yeah, like formational experiences, you know? Yeah, very mm -hmm. much so. Okay. Um, okay, how about... Like serving at Freedom for Youth in an yeah. inner city context. So now mm -hmm. we did we did global missions together. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, there were other families that were there, but you were a part of the inside in kind mm. of the formation and germination and oh. planning of the whole thing. Yeah, like we would do outreach at was it Chapel Ridge? Is that what it's called? Yes, Chapel Ridge. Yes, yeah. first first we did Freedom for Youth, and then we and did these apartment yeah. complexes. Go mm -hmm. go with the Chapel Ridge. So it was. Saturday mornings in the summer? Um, sometimes Wednesday mornings. Sometimes Wednesday mornings. It was a morning in the summer, we'll yes. just say that. And a group of us would go and set up bounce houses and carnival games. And we would sometimes have like popsicles or something, Yes, right? we would always have a food component. Mm -hmm. um, we have rotations with yeah. like science things. And oh, that. and rockets. Yes. That was hype. That was fun. <laughs> that was pretty fun, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, but we would set all of that up. And then all, because it was like the, like, government mm -hmm. housing right it was government housing yes yeah so like these kids did not have like as you know yeah they were very it was a low income it, yeah it was very low income but not only that not only was it low income they had basically zero supervision that's true that is very true they were running it was like Wild. crazy town yeah and so 
Yeah, yeah no. So we would come, we would set up this whole like uh-huh. morning extravaganza. And at the end, Carter yeah. would come and speak. And we would all get our little carpet squares and put them on the basketball court and sit and listen. And so I helped with setup and everything. But after setup was done and the kids showed up, I got to be a kid with them and I got to exactly right. hang out and in my own way pour into them, which was a super cool experience. Yes. And then. I forgot about this until now. Mm-hmm. You would show up with that big white van and pick all of them up for Awana. Yes. And we'd roll up with like 15 kids. <laughs> and we would all sing jumping up and down in that in the van car, to yeah. get hype for Awana. Yeah. That was yeah. such a dad thing. That really was. And so like basically what I did is back from my camp when I was a camp counselor, we like, you know, you always had songs up your mm-hmm. sleeve. And so I just taught all these inner, it was a, they were really refugees. Yeah. They were all from different countries, mm-hmm. really. And so then we would sing. I'm not going to say it now. I kind of <laughs> want. I think you should. I, I think you to, should. Jumping up and down, jumping up and down, jumping up and down, shout Hosanna. Hosanna. <laughs> jumping up and down, jumping up and down, jumping up and down, shout Hosanna. Hosanna. Yes. And so there's other verses that go with yes. it, which we will not do. But <laughs> the whole van would just be yeah. rocking. Mm-hmm. And so I, even though I was the, the children's pastor, and it was a large church and we could have I could have delegated that duty, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I was the bus driver, right? Mm-hmm. And and that was a hype time. Yeah, totally. How fun. Yeah. That's a fun little memory. And so so podcast listener, if you have kids in the ministry, what I'm hoping that you're understanding is is that my daughter and I have common experiences. Mm-hmm. We have a common set of experiences. That's that's pretty fun. Another one. Um, we literally had serious family bible time oh yeah like it was insane dinner at our house when we were younger was kind of a mess if i'm being honest like it was bad and so you and mom were like we need to do something this is getting out of hand (laughs) (laughs) and so we'd have like quiet time during dinner when you would read missionary biographies to us yeah so we would like actually eat our food and not like go crazy crazy. like a bunch of spastic like heathens oh my word you guys were out of control no i know yeah but like i'm i'm a fast eater and so i woofed my food and then i would read these these chapter books Mm -hmm. about missionaries and the funny thing is is that you guys would get into them oh yeah and they were like cliffhanger at the end of the chapter absolutely and like i got so into it to the point where i was dressing up with these people for halloween yeah like (laughs) like we would go to i totally forgot about that so we would we went on halloween and they're like, oh, wow. So who are you dressed up as? And you said, Amy, Amy Carmichael. Carmichael. <laughs> and they were like, Ugh. They're like, who? Okay. And you had like a blue sari. Because that's ha- what she wore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we even had somebody at church mm-hmm. who was of the Indian yeah. culture. And they were so honored to mm-hmm. sew and make for you in a blue sari. Oh, so, I was so excited. <laughs> and so like your heroes, oh, Mary Slessor. Gladys, um, Gladys Alward, yeah, uh, uh, Amy Carmichael. Oh, Lottie Moon. Lottie Moon, mm. right? And what so a woman. We, what a woman. So we read all of these <laughs> yeah. out loud. But what was so fun is that you guys would say, can we read another one? Yeah. Right? And so we, and all of the resources, all of the kids' Bibles, all of the fun things that I would mm-hmm. find at conferences, nest videos, missionary videos, cartoons, yeah. we had 
it all. Oh, and we were like the guinea pigs. You were the like guinea pigs. Like science devotions at home before it was, or not. Science VBS. Science yeah. VBS, my bad. Before it was science VBS, it was like, let's play with dad's science stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you guys, so true, so true. Okay, so you had a lot of exposure mm-hmm. to the gospel message mm-hmm. and sharing the gospel with others. Now, for fun, do you remember when we when we went door to door, neighbors, and mm-hmm. we sang Christmas carols. Yeah. Well, because I learned about it in kindergarten. I was like, Dad, why don't we do this? Yeah, why don't we go Christmas caroling? And I said, okay. Now, this, for the listeners out there, this gives you a, a, a like a, a glimpse into the heart of my daughter. It was super special. She said, Dad, here's what we're going to do. One side of the paper is going to be all of the regular Christmas songs, and the other side is going to be all of the Jesus Christmas songs. And I'm going to come to the door and say, pick one from each side. Because guess what, Daddy? Nobody's going to deny a little kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> Did I say oh, that? Oh, my word, yes. <laughs> verbatim. Verbatim. So you wanted them to sing mm-hmm. a Jesus song. You didn't. Yeah. You literally, in your little teeny self, did not want to hand them a list and have them be like, I don't want to have them sing a Jesus song. Yeah. So you forced the issue. I'm so proud yeah. of you. Right? <laughs> even to the point where we would even do vegetable care. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? We would yeah. take vegetables to those same neighbors. Um, a lot of whom had no yeah. interaction with the gospel or mm-hmm. no interaction with, with the Lord at all. Um, in a neat story, which we will not tell today, but but honestly, um, one of those neighbors came to our home in his greatest time of need and mm-hmm. came to faith in Christ. Exactly. It's just like getting that door open. Yeah. You know? Yep. Mm-hmm. And when we were, every time, I'll see if you can remember this. I'm putting you on the spot. Do you remember the two reasons why we did Christmas caroling and the vegetable caroling? Oh, well, I remember Caleb going, sharing the love of God. <laughs> That's exactly. He talked so slow. I know. It was so cute. It was. And so uh, sharing the love of God. And was it getting to like know our neighbors? Yeah, I mean, like building trust with yeah, our neighbors, yeah, yeah. The, which you already said one. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So those were the two. Th- yeah. That was like family outreach 101. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we had enhanced. Those were all of the, those, the exposure to ministry. Yeah. Not to mention, we did travel the country. Oh, of course. Doing science shows. Science yeah. shows, the amazing chemistry mm-hmm. show. And you guys were all responsible for setup, for mm-hmm. teardown. I um, ran the sales table. Yes. And I was a beast at it. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I'll never forget. You said one time, you were like, Dad, is it cool if you can fire the volunteers <laughs> at the church? Because me and Mariah are way better at doing the sales table. <laughs> And so the next set of shows, we said, hey, thank you guys so much, but my kids are going to do this. Yeah. I mean, we had it down to a science. You had it down Mm -hmm. to a science. There almost needs to be a sound effect right there. (laughs) Well, this is great. Well, you did also have enhanced relationships at church. And so go ahead. Mm -hmm. Well, my best friends were at church. Like my closest relationships were formed at church. And then also I had relationships with your coworkers, which Mm -hmm. like, I almost hesitate to call them co-workers because it felt like more than that. Like it was like a small family almost. Yeah, like, for sure. And we yeah. were very intentional about oh, that. Oh, absolutely. And so we had these big dinners, volunteer dinners. We called them dinners at Miss Amy's house. Mm-hmm. And I remember, we won't get into this now, but one of the hard things mm-hmm. is that when I left the church to go do something different, you cried. Yeah. But one of the reasons that you cried is you said this me out of nowhere. You were like, oh, my word. We don't have any more dinners at Miss Amy's house. No, that and was the highlight. That, that caused that caused tears for you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Gosh, we played barefoot kickball at those with all of the <gasps> volunteers. Yeah, at the David's house. Yeah, yeah, I right? forgot about right? that. And, yeah. and at Miss Amy's in her big backyard. Oh, with, with the, the soccer field. Yeah. yeah, and the playhouse in her the backyard. The playhouse. Girl, that was... <laughs> I mean, they basically had a full house. Yeah, it had air conditioning and everything. Yeah. And it had a fireplace. Yeah. I it mean, was, it was... It was legit. It had electricity. It was like a mini scale mm -hmm. house. Okay, enough of that. But the idea, though, is that you got to be... You had extended family members. Oh, for sure. And, like, um, we were at Hidden Acres, which is a summer the, the camp. The camp that I worked at. Yeah. And that you now work at, yeah, which is a blessing. kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but we were there because you were speaking... And I remember Carter and Lindsay coming to like the pastor's cabin and all of us were just like laying all over them on the yes. couch and like just stuff like that. Like that, family snuggling. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. And I feel like that doesn't usually happen with just like any group of coworkers. Like, right. It I was. Mean, show me, show me coworkers <laughs> that are all of a sudden your kids are going to maul them and hang yeah. all over them and lay across <laughs> their lap and play yeah. with their hair. Mm -hmm. And they were like family members. It, it was. And yeah, we'll get into this later, but that's a part of why it was so devastating when that's we right. left. That's right. It was like, yeah. Because we'll we worked later. we worked super hard to yeah. make it a full-on depth mm -hmm. of team. Um, all yeah. your friends were at church, mm -hmm. but also, um, you know, not only at that church, but at the current church that we're at, mm -hmm. we have some significant relationships because when, like, when your mom and I do pre-marriage counseling and they come into our home yeah. and into our life mm -hmm. and they stay for dinner sometimes yeah. and they do the campfire in the backyard so mm -hmm. that they can see a life, right? Yeah. No, that was so hype though. Fridays in the summer, Mariah and I would watch an episode of, of one of our favorite TV shows that came out and then Jeff and Lisa would roll up. It was a party, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So we would do pre-marriage counseling yeah. with Jeff and Elise and who, by the way, for your podcast listeners out there, that's my co-host, Jeff. So we would do yeah. pre-marriage. You guys would watch your TV shows. Then we'd have dinner together and then have like this mm -hmm. extended all-night party. Yeah. So it's it's doing life with people. Mm -hmm. It's the be with factor. Yeah. Okay. Now, the funny thing is, is because I was kind of traveling nationally and hitting all of the big conferences, you mm -hmm. also had some special yeah. opportunities as well. So talk about that. Well... Growing up in children's ministry, I was no stranger to Miss Patty Cake, to Little K. To Kai, the, the guy. Well, the, okay, well, the little... The little K yeah, guy, yes. Yeah, that was... Oh, oh the curriculum. That, so you, yeah. you knew Miss Patty Cake videos, you knew mm -hmm. Little K videos. And Boz. Boz. But watch this. You were with me at national mm -hmm. conferences, and you got to meet Oh, Oh, I know. That's what I was leading up to. I okay, was sorry, like, sorry. these are my heroes. And then suddenly, I'm passing out pamphlets at CPC, and I'm like, <gasps> there's Miss Patty Gage. <laughs> yeah. And then you got to meet Kai. Yeah, and crazy. It's just wild. Yes. And and so those are enhanced relationships mm -hmm. because you've been in ministry, and not only did you yeah. see their DVDs, you got to meet them in person. That's right. And go up and get some of their candy at their booth. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> but also you, we have, we've had fun people stay at our house. Yeah. Like the Jeff McCullough stayed at our house. Yep. Jumpstart three recorded a song. We were on it. It's true. It's yes. true. And then Jesse Joyner. Ju yeah. The, the juggler. The juggler. Yeah. Came and stayed at our house and he's kind of a piano virtuoso. I don't remember that. Oh, I, do, I do remember him balancing a bench on his forehead in church. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. That was hype. <laughs> that was. Um, but Keith Farron, family yeah. friend. Mm -hmm. um, Carl Bastian has stayed here. Yes, Steve and Julie Knox. 
Yes, they're the easy kind, riser people. Yeah, they're kind of like grandparents. I mean, we went to Oregon. We hung out the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you had a lot of mi- enhanced ministry relationships mm-hmm. because we were involved in yeah. ministry. Um, so Steve and Julie Knox, if you guys don't know, they do easy risers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's their that's their kind of ministry. If you've ever sat on them or if you have them in your ministry, they're, they're basically like my kid's second grandparents. Yeah. And they buy you lots of stuff. Oh, my word. Oh, it's insane. So generous. <laughs> so generous. <laughs> well, then there was also not just the exposure to ministry at an early age and enhanced relationships, but also there was a lot of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah. The church was basically my turf, like a second home. I ran that place. Yeah, you did <laughs> for sure. And like I would say, hey, I got to run into church. Who wants to come? And all of you all guys of would come. Mm-hmm. And then. Do you remember what you'd do on the way there? Huh? You would drive like a crazy person. I would. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like. Oh, like, like kind of shake you guys <laughs> yeah. up. Whip the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. But it was it was like a party. Oh, totally. Going to church. Mm-hmm. And I just had to pick up a few things, but then you guys would just sprint the halls. Yeah. Nobody was in there. No, it was so fun. And nobody else got to do that, right? Exactly. That was definitely one of the benefits. Yeah. And so I think that most people, they could view a PK or a pastor's kid as having negative experiences, but you had oh, gobs of positive. So many positive experiences. Yes. But you know, another fun thing um, is that we had like these these big events at the church. Mm-hmm. But since I knew that I was going to be serving at that event and yeah. not being able to do it with you, mm-hmm. we would actually rip you out of school yeah. and come and do and the bounce get houses, Chick-fil-A and do get Chick-fil-A and do the bounce houses which, beforehand. No lines. No lines, which almost ruined the experience of the actual event because <laughs> I was like, I'm not waiting in line. <laughs> like, you're joking. Yeah, I'm not waiting in line. No. I'm going to... I've like yeah. I've already done this. Like, can I go to the front? Exactly. No. no. Well, we would like that was kind of our suggestion. We mm-hmm. would let the staff know so all of the staff kids could come. Yeah. And partake early. Mm-hmm. And that's a benefit. It was. And then sometimes I would get to volunteer, which I felt so cool because there was all these like middle school and high schoolers, and here's little fourth grade Hannah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So again, that was super, super, super fun. Well, you basically had oh. The, Talk about the yeah. lost and found. That was an unknown, <laughs> that, untold yeah. benefit. So if a certain item is in the lost and found for, we'll say three weeks. Maybe three it, months, maybe, please. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was there for a while. For Yeah. We'll just say a while. And if no one had claimed it, well, then it was up for grabs. That's Basically right. our own personal gift shop. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or your own personal, like, like, um. A secondhand store. Yeah, like a thrift store. Like a thrift mm. store. And so, of mm-hmm. course, the Lost Event happened to be right outside of my office. Very convenient. It was. <laughs> and then you guys would look at it and basically make dibs and be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. If that's still here, that's it's mine. mine. Yeah. So funny. Whoever would have thought. Whoever yeah, would have thought. Real. That is super fun. Well, we also had huge church parties mm-hmm. here for the staff. And yeah. your mom and I would smoke like a gob of meat yeah and it was like a party yeah right yeah it's a good time it was a good time so those are some of the fun things we mm-hmm. had fun in ministry you got tons of exposure to the gospel um lots and lots and lots of positives and and yet there are some downsides or some hard sides to being in ministry now this mm-hmm. is this is our family experience and you as a listener may have a hard family experience that differs from ours mm-hmm. but this is the hard side uh, for us. And so when I'd been on, I'd 
been in attendance at this church for 16 years, 10 of which I was on staff. Mm -hmm. My wife and I had been married there. You guys knew no other church. We were dedicated there? Absolutely, the whole thing. Baptized? Baptized, mm -hmm. everything. And so this was the church that you ran around in. Mm -hmm. This was your home turf, mm -hmm. the whole deal. Mm -hmm. And then it was time for me to transition out. Yep. And, you know, I was born at night, girl. It wasn't last night. And mm -hmm. sometimes transitions are positive. But by and large, often transitions well, out of a church sometimes can be challenging. Well, I feel like change is it's always takes some kind of adjustment. And I feel like the adjustment can be difficult, but it's especially difficult when mm. the change comes about not in a positive like yeah. circumstance the, 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 the impetus for that change yeah wasn't it was not good <laughs> yeah exactly and so let's talk about the hard things i mm -hmm. mean like number one there was the leaving just straight yeah, up leaving just... but then there were some painful reality checks mm -hmm. so let's talk about the leaving first well i was leaving everything i was familiar with like mm -hmm. it's like m like moving to a different town but like still staying there still staying there <laughs> I, I like, was talking because that was our that was our community. Hundred percent, hundred percent our community, and so, uh, you know, I ended up leaving to go pursue science VBS, mm -hmm. the amazing chemistry show, mm -hmm. lead volunteers, yeah. and a lot of these things that I'm doing right now, um, and that that presented some challenges. The the yeah. details of which are completely unnecessary, mm -hmm. but most people don't realize the cost and the. Like if, if, if you could see my hands, it's like I'm pushing the chips all to the mm -hmm. middle. When you work at a church, you're putting all of the chips there. Oh, absolutely. Like friends, mm -hmm. your job, your social network, mm -hmm. um, uh, the, the people who work on your car. Yeah. The stores that you go to are largely tied mm -hmm. in with the local church. And like, let's say, let's say you worked at walmart sure if you work at walmart and one day you're like i don't want to work at walmart anymore i think i'm going to try out target mm -hmm. and you switch target that really has no impact on my life that's right but you're working at a church and when you're like mm, i'm not really feeling this anymore i'm going to leave and go do a job where i travel and i'm gone that has a massive impact on my life and the reason why this is such a great point because if i worked at walmart your friend circle would yep. remain the same your yep. church would mm -hmm. remain the same every aspect of your existence would be the same it's just that i have a paycheck coming from a different place exactly which is not the case when you work at a church right mm -hmm. so when all of a sudden you decide to get a paycheck from someplace else mm -hmm. the whole thing is affected yeah and when we left it felt like my world was coming down around me yeah i remember it was very yeah. hard and you know you had talked about um the anticipation of serving in new mm -hmm. upcoming ways yeah. that was kind of lost yeah because i mean like the cubbies and sparky leaders that i had when i was younger i was like <gasps> they're so cool i can't wait to be one of them yep and i didn't get to do that yep. which i mean it is what it is but that's the but, reality of but it but you had some hopes and expectations oh, to mm -hmm. fulfill yeah right? that just yeah. And those didn't materialize. Mm -hmm. uh, not only that, we didn't have any more dinners at Miss Amy's house, but mm -hmm. you said one thing one time um, that I felt was very, very, mm -hmm. very critical. Can you speak to uh, what, kind of a deeper sense? Um, well, to some extent, when we left, I feel like my identity was like shaken up a little bit because I'd always been, like, as far as I can remember, a pastor's kid. Mm -hmm. Like, there was. You it were was very like, known at the church. Oh, very known. It was almost like, like a label. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so to suddenly be at a new church 
and to not be known and to just be another face. It was a little bit jarring. Yes. In, in I think you were 12. Is that right? Because you're 17 now. And so that was that. And and it was really hard. It broke Mm -hmm. my heart. It Mm -hmm. broke my heart to watch some of this happen. Um, And so even if we left on positive terms, I think some of those hard things. It still would have been hard. It still would have been hard. Mm -hmm. However, there were some circumstances that were somewhat challenging. Oh, yeah. Uh, And so so, there were some painful reality checks Mm -hmm. for you. So help us with that a little bit. Yeah. So. In my little seventh grade mind, I I thought, I was like, well, if there's a pastor, he's a good godly, or he or she, good godly person. Um, but the reality of us leaving was that pastors sin just like everyone That's else. exactly right. And there was some disappointment in realizing that. And I was a little bit confused because I was like, like, God, hold up. Like, but, but he's a pastor, like. Isn't he the good guy? Isn't he the good guy? Isn't he supposed to be the one not to, like, hurt us? Mm -hmm. And so I was really confused. But I'm grateful now because I understand that. And I know that people in ministry leadership are not perfect and should not be expected to be perfect. Mm -hmm. But it was a hard lesson to learn. It was a very hard lesson to learn. And I think that that sense of that disconnect Mm -hmm. and that sense of disenfranchisement, Mm -hmm. it's going to come at some point in all of our lives. Mm It just happened to come early. Yeah. And and I think that it was a reality check. Mm-hmm. Um, you also, you know, I, I think that given your experience, right, mm-hmm. and you're from zero to seventh grade, it, it seemed as if everything was healthy and everything was perfect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I think part of that was... I was involved in the children's ministry very heavily mm-hmm. and you had sought to make sure that the children's ministry was a healthy place. Mm-hmm. So as far as I knew, like the whole thing was the whole thing was, which unfortunately wasn't the case. So to like like the curtain is pulled back, the emperor yep. has no clothes, like yep. very very jarring. Very jarring. Yes. Um and you know, I was proud of you. You did have some anger, mm-hmm. you did have some blame. Mm-hmm. It took you took you some time oh it took me a while until it came to one point where i was i was sitting on your bed actually okay and i was thinking and it dawned on me that christ went and died on a cross i wasn't even born yet he went and died on that cross knowing every single terrible thing i would ever think do say all of it Mm -hmm. what like and he went willingly and forgave me Mm -hmm. and so sitting on your bed i was like well in comparison if christ can go and die and forgive me of all of the wrong I will ever do. It seems silly in comparison to continue to harbor this anger and this hatred. Mm-hmm. So I was able to like forgive and start to heal and move on. And Yes, mm-hmm. and, and one of the bigger conclusions of that um, healing for you took, mm-hmm. took on a form. What'd you do? Oh, I wrote a personal and difficult letter to the- One of the pastors to there. To one of the pastors and I sent it. And then I was like, okay, we're done. We've got closure. We are- moving on and I didn't even know that those things were going on inside of you in terms of your resolution mm-hmm. right I knew that you were struggling certainly mm-hmm. but in terms of you saying okay I'm going to take care of this mm-hmm. and I'm going to bring this to the Lord and I'm going to write a letter and bring bring some closure to this mm-hmm. very powerful yes very cool and if I'm being honest some days are still hard like sometimes I think about it and it makes me sad which is just like the reality of it but that doesn't mean that like I haven't grown and I haven't that's right. Moved on. Or not moved on. Moved 
forward. Forward. There we go. I exactly. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say, Hannah, the same is true for me. Mm-hmm. I think the same is true for our listeners. If you've ever experienced some larger piece of hurt, probably a mm-hmm. good case of the normals. Yeah. Right? I saw this one thing that said that like we don't or that like our grief doesn't get smaller, but we like grow to be able to like live with it and like like accommodate it almost. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's a very, very, very good word. Okay. Well, here's the deal. We've talked today about some good stuff, a lot of good Mm -hmm. stuff. I think the good stuff outweighs the hard stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, Hannah, talk to me real quick about your conclusions, right? Some conclusions about the heart. We had this great dinner, right? We reflected. I thought, girl, what if we did this podcast? (laughs) Over our feet, uh, what were they? Fajitas? Fajitas. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yes. so talk to me about your conclusions. What have you kind of concluded? Um, that hurt causes growth. And while growing pains hurt, it, they are well worth it in the long run. Because yeah. because of what we experienced through all of that, I'm a much more well-rounded person. I have mm-hmm. a deeper understanding of the Lord and his character. Mm-hmm. So that's been really cool to see. Yeah. And I would say, Hannah, that there's several verses in the Bible that could mm-hmm. could bring you to tears in, oh, a, absolutely. in a moment. And it was because you were in such a place of need mm-hmm. that the word mm-hmm. was... It fulfilled that. It fulfilled that. Mm-hmm. Praise God for that. Um, also, Hannah, I've I've seen in you a, an, an ability to relate to others. Talk to that. Um, well, it says, I think somewhere in Second Corinthians, it talks about how we go through hard things so that we can help other people who are struggling with similar like situations or is that second yes second corinthians one three you go girl let's go yes yeah but no it says that in the bible and so i've had the opportunity to relate to and speak into people's lives who've gone through similar situations to the one that we had and like it's such a bizarre like set of issues i would say circumstances Circumstances. conditions yeah being in ministry yeah it's it's different it's different than the banker's kid exactly like it is very specific like very unique kind of hurt and so to be able to have that experience and just walk alongside friends who are experiencing similar hurt and that it's just it's cool and like it makes me thankful for what i've gone through yes Mm -hmm. which i never thought ever that something that hurt me this bad would be something that I look back and I'm like, I'm thankful that, that like, this went down. That this went down. Yeah. yeah. And, and and by the way, no part of me as a dad during your hurt mm-hmm. did I want to say, oh, Hannah, God's going to use this. I don't yeah. think that would have been appropriate. No, I think that would have made me mad. <laughs> right. But now as you're maturing, mm-hmm. I want to let you know a big insight to the Christian life. God doesn't waste anything. Exactly. And it talks about, I think in Habakkuk maybe, like he's talking to God and he's like, God, do you see all of the evil that's happening? Mm-hmm. Why are you letting this happen? And when I read that, I was like, oh, that's my life. Right? <laughs> no, but like our pain is never in vain. Our pain is never in vain. I'd be like, you, thanks. That's good. You go, girl. Yeah. I like that one. Well, this is so true. And you have had an opportunity to grow in your compassion for others mm-hmm. and be used mm-hmm. in ministry. God doesn't waste anything. No, he doesn't. What was the vain thing? Our, Our pain, pain is, is not, not in vain. vain. Oh, man, if you could see the po- the pose that she just struck. <laughs> no, I just feel like Pastor Mike, he always says cool stuff like that. Yeah, that's right. Well, and, you know, we're at a different church now, mm-hmm. and it's been exciting to yeah. get involved there. It's been mm-hmm. exciting for you. Yeah, and it also, having experienced a more unhealthy church mm-hmm. has made me appreciate 
the health of our current church yes. so much more because I can look at it and I can see areas where we've experienced struggle and see that like not being mm-hmm. a problem, which makes yes. me feel safe in that like I can. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I would say that one thing that we're striving for in all areas of our life, mm-hmm. but especially in our church life is just authenticity. Mm-hmm. Be real. Mm-hmm. Be real about absolutely about it at all well what's your verdict girl you've we've laid it all on the scales here what's your conclusion i think being a pastor's kid is a good thing yeah (laughs) 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 (laughs) well folks hey thanks so much for listening in this has been a special episode episode 100 with my favorite oldest daughter yeah hannah and you're getting ready to go to iowa state university yeah lots of special things are happening oh yeah oh i'm gonna miss you girl i know i'm gonna have to come back a lot i know i mean the viewers are, or the listeners are probably going to love this. So I'll probably have to come back and do another one. Yes, I think <laughs> so. Maybe, maybe before episode 200. Oh, maybe yeah, we don't want to yeah. have you only on the, t- no, on the hundreds. No, no, I'm playing, I'm playing. Wow, this is good. Well, gang, thanks so much. This is a little bit longer, but this is a special one. So thank you for tuning in to episode 100 of the Lead Volunteers podcast with my special guest, Hannah Denhart. All right, gang, we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>